Welcome back, guys. Uh, I know it's been a week. I'm sorry. We missed another week, but we have a good excuse, okay? <laughs> Welcome back to the Cousin Connection podcast. podcast. I feel like my voice is now as deep as yours this week. I know. It actually, like, this is like four <laughs> days of just not being recovered from you, that. You sound okay. It, do I? Yeah. Like, I want to keep this voice. This voice, I sounds. I feel like, sounds better. It sounds more like Basie. manly. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah we're still recovering from koba week mm-hmm. koba is like the harari soccer festival that takes yeah. place annually in different parts of the world really well yeah, before yeah, we ahead. get into it because yeah. i know all y'all harari people are probably watching this so if you're not already subscribed please go ahead and take a moment and do that right now yeah we'll wait <laughs> a little asmr i guess okay okay uh yeah so this is officially episode 99 crazy yeah and next week is gonna be episode 100 and we already kind of spoiled it yeah, if you are. if you're paying attention to the stories but we have nice something nice planned yeah for that so uh stay tuned uh make sure you're subscribed so you actually get it yep you'll be the first ones to see it because mm-hmm. i feel like this is gonna be a good one so yeah just keep an eye out for that okay uh, but this week we'll be recapping basically what we did for the week of Kuba, which Sarah mentioned already, but it's basically like a annual event that we do. Mm-hmm. This is the first time we're doing it since COVID. So yeah. this is like, you know, we're, we're kind of getting back into it and we really got back into it this yeah, time. Like I was not expecting this much to get back into it. <laughs> okay. Let's, before we actually get into the week, yeah. let's talk about like how we anticipate, like what we thought the week was going to be like. I didn't think, I thought it was going to be like a good event or a good week. I I thought it was, but I didn't know like how many people would be there. Yeah. You know, I thought it was going to be like a quarter of the size. When I say, when I say there are like thousands of people, there were like literally thousands of people. And try and picture thousands of people in an event that like usually would be held for like weddings and stuff. But you know what though? Like it made me realize, especially the first day on the Monday. Yeah. On cat, it was a, the observed Canada Day. Um, there was like the opening ceremony. Opening ceremony. Um, was it the opening ceremony? Yeah, opening day. Did I miss that? Why did I miss that? What do you mean? It was on the Monday. Yeah, how did I miss that? You were there. I came after the fact. Yeah, you you came late. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out why. <laughs> I don't know. There but. wasn't a reason. <laughs> This, you know, some people be late sometimes. I'm just saying, okay. Nah, but like, what was the reason? Yeah, so like, okay, then you know what? As someone who actually, you know, made it on a pretty good time. I'm just saying, oh, you, you know, caught it? Yeah, of oh, course I did. All right, so, all right, let him hear a review. Yeah. His thoughts. Okay, so I, opening day, I wasn't really expecting much. Now, when I say much, I mean like I was expecting a good event. But like I pulled up to this parking lot and I already knew it was going to be kind of crazy because there was literally not one spot open in two whole parking lots and i'm talking about like these large like high school parking lots on both sides of the field and to the point where like i was driving around for at least like five ten minutes looking for a spot so i knew it was going to be busy then finally i found a spot thankfully it was like right next to the field i guess no one knew that they could do street parking at the time so I, i get out of the car and i look and there's already it's like midday there's already like at least a thousand people on the field or on the side just conversing it was overwhelming to say the least right because 
this is the first day. So this is the day where you're kind of meeting everybody for the first time again after literally four or five years for some people, right? So um, I was kind of like taking it slowly and literally I would take breaks. I would like walk up, say hi to a few people and then I would like go and hide beside Hassan who's like selling some books. Y'all know yeah. Hassan, right? He came out with the second book, by the way, Tom Project, check it out. Um, and then I would like go out again and venture out and there was a second reason I was doing that because I don't know if y'all were in Toronto on, Mon- on that Monday. It was like last week. Uh, what is that? I don't know what day exactly, but let's just say it was a really hot week and yeah. that was probably one of the hottest days. And we were in the middle of a soccer field, direct sun on top of our heads. This is midday. So you're dealing with like 30 degree weather. I, I don't know what made me think this because it was supposed to rain or at least we were, uh, I thought it was going to rain. <laughs> so I wore... I didn't think about it. I wore a full-on black shirt. <laughs> so I would literally stand out, say hi to people out in the sun in the middle of the field, and I have to get back under the trees because my shirt would literally start heating up. Like, <laughs> what the hell? It would Because it's black, right? So black attracts the heat and contains it. So it was literally cooking me. <laughs> I say that as I'm wearing all black. <laughs> uh, yeah, but we're inside. We're inside, okay? Yeah. And I'm wearing all white. Ironically <laughs> enough, like when it started cooling down near the end of the week, that's when I started wearing white. I don't know, guys. I, sometimes I do things a little backward. But yeah, so I was just doing that. Thankfully, I mean, uh, they had a pretty good opening ceremony. Um, Typically what they do is that like they'll have um, all the men and women dress up in traditional clothing or at least a certain group. They'll designate a group of people. Yeah, like teenagers. Mm -hmm. And they'll have them walk around the soccer field uh, in like a circle to like, you know, present our culture essentially. I've done that before. You've done that? Yeah. I think I did it in Ethiopia. Oh no, I didn't. I just... I was on the sidelines just walking with him. In 2006, <coughs> Toronto Kuba, if you know, you know. I held the banner. Really? With the girls. Yeah, there's a photo. Do you somewhere. have a photo? Oh, I wish I could find that. If I find that, I'm going to pull it up. Yeah, I'll, I'll look for it. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, one thing to note is that we're recording this like a few days later than we normally do. When we say it's been a crazy week, this also affected how our recording schedule is. And you, you already know that because you missed a week. Also, but, I'm sick. Um, so oh, yeah. Sada's also sick. So I'll, I might be doing more talking. No, <laughs> um, I'll, I'll give my input. It's just, yeah. You know. But um, what was I saying? Um, the intro. The yeah. So, the, you know, they did their rounds around the field. Mm-hmm. They had a nice little stage there where our actually my cousin, Timaj Garad, who also has an album out. She's an artist. You should check her out as well. Uh, she oh, was did, hosting the event. Did she sing that day, too? No, no, no. She was just oh. hosting. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. And um, they had kids come on stage and do like some of the traditional um, the dances, dances uh, and just like. You know, like an opening ceremony, you, you just kind of saying, hey, guys, we're here. You know, they had Hulbut Marakh on the side, of course, which, you know what? I, I know about like preserving culture and eating traditional food is very important for the culture and all that stuff. But when you're in the middle of a <laughs> soccer field on the hottest day of the year mm-hmm. and they're serving Hulbut Marakh, which is the most like, first off, it stains very easily. It's It's like... It's not a very good hand food. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know what my thing is? It's what? not even about that. The fact that when you eat it, it like seeps into your bloodstream. It does, yeah. And when you sweat, you smell like it. Exactly. And if you're in the hot sun all day at the field, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're bound to smell like B.O. and hulbatoa. Yeah. And speaking of like B.O. and sweat, mm-hmm. this week really exposed my like insecurity about sweating. Because I sweat like, even right now, I sweat very, very easily. And this whole week was just me kind of like trying to like manage that. Are you now considering Botox for your armpits? I actually was considering. I was like, if I ever go to like 
Do if I ever have ask? a wedding, you know, if I was about to say, if I ever have a wedding, which I don't want to have one, but if I did have to have a wedding, I'd probably get Botox for the wedding. Just for the wedding? Just for the wedding. But I thought the sweating affected your day-to-day life. It does, but like that's a very important event and I don't want that to be something in the back of my head the whole time. Oh, your armpits? Well, like, you'll be wearing a Not my arm, anyway. my face, everything. Oh yeah, but you would have to get it in your face too. I I don't know, I don't know. That I don't know. Yeah. You'd have to do research, but like mm-hmm. you're you okay? No, I'm telling you, I just sweat very easily. <laughs> Where's my tissue box? Right here. <laughs> oh, there it is. Okay. I also did just I did just come back from the gym as well and I had a little pre-workout before that, so mm-hmm. Yeah, and I and let's just say I didn't have time to take a shower yet. So you know. ew, is that what I smell? I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Um, but yeah, that opening ceremony was nice. They had they played soccer. Uh, of course, everything was running on Habisha time that day. So you know the soccer games will start at like one o'clock or something, and it was like six o'clock. <laughs> you know what though? Like, think about it logically. Who's really gonna play at the hottest hour of the day? Yeah, yeah. So I could, at least that saved them that the fact that they were burning, like burning up. But it also did kind of make it awkward because we also since you know we're we're evolving as a community you know uh kubba is not the only sport our our youth like to involve themselves in they like especially in the west they like to involve themselves in more like basketball right so that's been like something as they've had it for a a long time but i feel like it was more prominent this year maybe just to me no no you're right they really like put it in more effort exactly so like there were just as many people participating in (laughs) basketball i mean in soccer i mean in basketball versus soccer soccer is usually like the main thing yeah a lot um, of the guys were playing both sports yeah and that was why it made it awkward because uh, i was getting to that point is that there's some guys who were playing a game of soccer and then immediately would have to get off the field and go and play basketball inside yeah no yeah. break to rest or anything exactly like that. so um that was definitely uh, a little uh, it took a little time getting used to that whole schedule you know what else but I it worked though? out yeah i noticed this on the opening day mm-hmm. i saw some girls on the team oh yeah yeah edmonton i I love that yeah the edmonton had a few girls on the team yeah and you know they didn't make it to the finals but you know this is listen we don't need need that negativity okay (laughs) i'm playing i'm playing you were all winners at heart okay what matters is not who won it's what matters is that you had fun exactly exactly or is it i'm just saying okay (laughs) toronto still won because you know done no you don't have to represent (laughs) we lose out here but um yeah, you know what? I actually agree with you. I did feel overwhelmed that first day. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew that there would be like a good handful of people. Yeah. But that was like, mm-hmm. I got there and I was like, whoa! Like, yeah. Every had any person I've ever known in my entire life is mm-hmm. here. And the moment I saw all those people, I was like, I'm definitely not getting sleep this week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I felt the same. It, like it, when. 90% of those people are on vacation or 90% of your friends who just visit are on vacation. Mm-hmm. And like, I did sort of regret not taking any time off, but I was able to manage for the most part. I think you were too able to manage. Until now. Oh yeah, until now. to me. <laughs> exactly. I, I, thankfully, all I did was lose a voice. Yeah. Um, and, but yeah, that was, that was, that's a good, that, I feel like that was uh, enough of a sacrifice. I, I kind of wish like I took off <clears throat> like at least one or two days. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Monday was fine because we were already off anyways. But, like, I wish I took off, like, the Thursday and, mm-hmm. and possibly, like, the Wednesday. Yeah. Um, hey, hindsight's twenty twenty. you know? It's okay. Can't change the past, you know? We just know for the future. Yeah, I th- I, you know, we tried to make it to the events, mm-hmm. like, whatever was left over after the fact. And um, honestly, honestly, I kind of knew how Habisha time works. Yeah, that too. 
so yeah so whatever like even though i was working mm-hmm. the whole week i don't think i missed anything like the only thing i've missed is the sports that were they were playing dr- throughout the day yeah that was the only unfortunate thing was that the soccer games and the basketball games were kind of separated in terms of location so you kind of had to like pick because a lot of them were overlapping but not only that the the fact that a lot of them were happening during the day like on tuesday wednesday thursday the games were happening they were just happening midday yeah um but uh you know i was fine with that i got to meet the guys afterwards or the the people afterwards anyways um so that was monday we had the opening ceremony everything kind of went well there um and on tuesday what did we do on tuesday the days are blurring together. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Tuesday was our like our Molu day. Yeah. Was that Tuesday? Oh yeah. yeah it was. was. I would know because I had to set up the sound system for it. Yeah. So that was a whole thing in itself. And like, honestly, that day was pretty chill. Like everything kind of ended nicely. Like we it wasn't like a late night or anything. We, you know, we did our traditional Molu that we. Uh, no, the Molu ended late. Did it no? Well, it started late. It, it, it ended, ended late. and then the kids and then the young people were like, "Yo, we can keep this going." So they went on for like another hour. Oh, that's why. Yeah. Oh, because we it was. I swear it went on to like midnight or something. Yeah, yeah, but it finished technically at like eleven o'clock. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and that night, like, I knew I was like, "Oh yeah, I have work tomorrow, so I'm just gonna go home." Mm-hmm. And I went home that night for the first. I time. think everyone kind of just went home that night because we were already like gassed from the Molud anyways. Yeah. So that kind of uh That was the last night we went home. <laughs> yeah, that was the last night we went home directly. And <sighs> the next day though was Center Island. Was Center Island. Mm-hmm. And that one was like that really gave me idea of the scale of amount of people who were there because I was going first off, I had a whole day of work, okay? I was coming from Brampton. I drove from Brampton. This is right after I drove from Brampton to the ferry area. Parked my car, walked up, and I was still on a full ferry of Harari people. Like, how? Really? Yeah, literally you know all what, of us were on there. I think because like, a lot of the local Torontonians mm-hmm. were still working, and they just showed up after work, myself Okay, included. maybe that's what it was. But also, like, that day was really hot. Yeah. And a lot of people had kids, so they're, like, I think the ones with the kids went early. Yeah. And then the, the older ones were like, we're not going to sit in the sun at 2 p.m. Like, yeah. We'll just go at 5. Exactly. But that that was also like we took over half the island, half like pretty much the whole thing. Uh-huh. I got off the little ta- the little water yeah. taxi and I was like, oh my god, Africans! Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're all over. Yeah, like there were it was there were so many people. They literally had like a wedding in the back. Oh yeah, it was so a, that was like it was like a mock wedding, but still they had a wedding in the back. Yeah, for like the um, two brides that got married in the last like year or so, mm-hmm. um, they they got them to dress up in the cultural outfits yeah and did like a little mini celebration it was kind of cute yeah and there was like apparently there's a boat there's a boat of like full white people really yeah who was passing by and they're all like the moment they see they hear this all going on they all like turn around and the whole boat starts like standing like towards us and they're all like taking pictures they're waving they're like dancing to whatever's playing in there Huh? I didn't see that. Yeah, it happened like as they were doing it. Oh, okay, um, okay, okay. Yeah, there were a lot of curious people because like, yeah, when are you going to see a wedding in the middle? That's true. Of Center Island, right? True. Um, yeah, they had volleyball. You know, play with the kids, and like, you could look as far as you want on that field on that in Center Island, and I was just seeing our people. That was yep. all it was. Everywhere you went. Yeah. And it was like you'll see like groups of families sitting under the trees and stuff, and you're like, oh hey, mm-hmm. like that that day was when I realized like. Oh my god, I know too many people. What do you mean? <laughs> it's like people? every time you're like talking to someone mm-hmm. and you're you're 
Get oh yeah, you can't really engage in like talk. a deep combo. Like, yeah, you're just getting over and you're about to get into something deep. Someone new is like, oh my god, hey, and you're yeah. like, sorry, one's like, hey, how's it going? And like, by the end of it, mm-hmm. I'm pretty extroverted compared to Amir. Mm-hmm. But I now understand what he feels. Like, I genuinely felt yeah. my social battery being drained. Like, yeah. actually drained. I was like, when on my way home, I was just like, I can't talk. Like, I literally, I just, I just mm-hmm. want to sit in silence. Like, need to recharge. Yeah, that was me the, basically the whole week. Just You guys to went out that night, right? Uh, yeah, you, I don't you remember. Did. You did. I didn't. I can't. I literally can't remember. You went to Dost and something else. I literally can't remember. you guys. The you, nights all blend together. <clears throat> that was the night I had to take our uncle home yeah remember so i had to go all the way to scarborough oh okay and you guys were like oh come back and i was like i can't be bothered oh actually that. i forgot to mention uh aisha was here the whole time too so yeah <laughs> <laughs> you'll see her in our next yeah video. so was that was hosting. like that was like another motivation for me to like continue to go out to go out and stuff because like i can't just like bring her home because i'm the driver side note yeah she was here but so were our, all of our cousins yeah from, exactly. um, switzerland and they were staying with me mm-hmm. and so you know part of me was like i can't just like I didn't want to just leave them yeah. like or bring them home just because I had to go home. So like the first two nights, I think I was like, whatever, I'm just going to go home. They can have fun. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, no, I also kind of feel responsible for them. Like, I don't want them to just go home with random people. Yeah. So I started going out just to make sure that they got home safely. Peer pressure, man. That's how it no, no, actually, no. That's like, uh, you know, you're trying to give your family a good time. That basically. Was more of a, yeah. Like yeah. I was just trying to be responsible and mm-hmm. hospitable, I guess. Yeah. So that was basically <laughs> most of our nights. Just like you you have whatever event it is and then you just go to like an after place to just chill for like until two o'clock in the morning but it wasn't even a chill vibe because everyone went <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> no nah, but like it, i guess it really depends on the uh how how much you feel like interacting at that point yeah like the th- thursday i believe mm-hmm. that was harari day yeah i didn't even go to that because i i went into the office wednesday thursday mm-hmm. and by thursday i was like so tired yeah that i came home and i took an hour power nap mm-hmm. woke up and then like the event was almost done so yeah I'm like, there's no point i'm just gonna wear oh yeah you just came to food afterwards right? yeah like, <laughs> i just changed came to eat dinner mind you these places are like five minutes away from our house okay every single spot was like they five were. minutes away from our house they were but i also didn't want to just show up to like a cultural day and like work clothing yeah but like, honestly like half the people not half the people but there are a good amount of people who just came and chill and like yeah when you're in the city you know you have to feel that pressure you know just saying i didn't feel that pressure because what oh your nose ready <laughs> damn it <laughs> <laughs> speaking of harari day harari day was really nice like i mentioned earlier timaj gerard uh who's an artist was also got to perform on stage there did you see her performance yeah, yeah did I you did. record it mm, i didn't record nothing damn. the whole week Damn. yeah that was a really bad we were we were at the beginning of the week we we're like yo we should vlog this whole thing yeah not once you Didn't know pull what, out my though? phone once it was hard because we would kind of show up to the events at the end of the day so mm-hmm. and as soon as we'd get there we would be engaged in a conversation from the moment we get there to the moment we leave, yeah right? exactly so it was hard to like step back and vlog when mm-hmm. we weren't actually there for what we wanted to vlog yeah um, but inshallah next kubba yeah, we'll, we'll we'll try and keep that in mind. Okay, yeah. we're we're still getting used to it, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Harari Day was nice. Uh, I already knew, even though I came after work. You know, this thing didn't start until even those techniques will start to like what eleven a.m. or 11 one or one p.m. something 1 like that. One p.m. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, yo, I'm not gonna miss much. I came right after work. I was like, nice. I'm uh, I'm I'm not gonna be uh losing value for your ticket. Yeah, value for my ticket here. I got you. But but speaking of that, all 
I'm not going to lie. Literally, I stood outside of the place talking to people the whole time. Did you Did you buy a ticket? Yeah, I did. Why? What? You bought a ticket and then you... Support the culture, man. That's all it is. They, got, they, they let us in the venue. You know, the venue costs money too. Right. Yeah. But there's just so many... There's so many people to interact with and just speak to. And I can't help myself, okay? I feel like I need to... Are you becoming extroverted? Huh? No, I just... You know what it is? I found out that I just don't like... I don't like silence and I like people to feel included. So I will like... And not that I won't... Not that I feel like they need to feel like they're included. Yeah. But it's just that like I feel like everyone should be part of the conversation. Yeah. So if I'm standing somewhere and I'm having a conversation with someone and mm-hmm. someone's like here and I know them, I'll try and like figure a way to like... um bring them into the conversation and just making you know a vibe basically that's nice yeah so that was just me the whole four or five hours we were there and then we went out to eat and then we went out again yeah <laughs> I think that night i got home at like actually no i went home directly after that you did yeah see i was being responsible a little bit okay kind of that was on a thursday night right yeah no i went out I, we went yeah because i had to go into the office the thing is the days that i had to go into the office the next day i knew i couldn't do much i was working from home on friday so see so I, like, I i had to go into the office on like monday well i didn't have money so like wednesday and friday so yeah uh those days i'll leave me a little bit more responsible so, but uh on like friday when i knew i didn't have to what was friday oh oh friday what did we do friday we literally all we then. did was go because there was supposed to be um an event but we were all already tired like yeah when i say because this was at the end of the week um like after we've gone through, you know, Monday to Friday, everything we spoke about now, I was so tired, Same. like so exhausted. There's a point where I think we were at um, that. W- that day was actual miscommunication because I was trying to get you and Gizman to come to basketball. And I thought, oh, I sent her, that was the day. That w- that's what, right. So like, yeah. I texted her and I was like, hey, so I'm leaving now. And she's Wait, like, should we give context? Yeah, sure. OK, so context is that uh, we were trying to catch the last games of soccer and basketball and they're both at the same school initially. No. Yes, they, oh, were. they were. They, they were, were initially they were, they were, they were, at the were. same school. So, you know, me and my sister, uh, uh, we pulled up to the spot right after I finished work. And we're like, okay, we'll, pa- we'll catch like the last of the uh, soccer game and then the basketball game. The moment we get there, we're like, you know, there's not as many cars here. Um, and the field, they were playing soccer, but there weren't like as many people as we were expecting. And I we found out that the reason for that is because... Apparently at the basketball court, as they were playing the games, someone brought a friend who was a non-huttery, just saying, who was a non-huttery, and he may have gotten into an altercation with the janitor of the school. That's so crazy. And yeah. so disrespectful. Like, so, like, yeah, it turned into, like, a pushing <laughs> contest, basically, with the janitor. Um, and because of that, the school, they were, they were somewhat reasonable. They were like, okay, we won't let you guys play basketball here anymore. But we'll let you continue to use the field. And mm-hmm. I think they said that because it's like to the field is outside. They, we already had our own facilities for like washrooms and all that stuff. So there was nothing really they needed to do. Um, so they kicked everybody out for the basketball court. And these guys had, okay, they had to find a court last minute. So I'll give them that. Yeah. But of course, this court had to be literally on the other side of the city. Like we're in Scarborough right now or for that soccer field, we're in Scarborough and the basketball game was in woodbridge and anyone who knows toronto knows that like you're going directly across the whole four not the whole four one but the four one throughout the city mm-hmm. through the city and at this time of year the four one has been 
horrible. Like everyone who's visited the city, their like number one complaint or number one gripe is like how bad the traffic is. Yep. And like there's nothing we can do but agree with them because the traffic has been horrible. Like they're closing main highways, like two to three lanes of these main highways at rush hour Mm -hmm. and it looks like the construction they're not there's no like um immediacy or there's no like uh what is it when you try and like speed something up they don't really like there's no sense of urgency yeah there's no sense of urgency for it Mm -hmm. like i'm always hearing these projects that are going on in like tokyo or like uh japan or china where they're building whole buildings and 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 roads and like facilities in sometimes less than a week yeah what? no way did you not hear about remember no in covid way. remember in covid how in china they built like a, a whole hospital for like covid patients within like two days or something like that that's insane yeah what did they just work non-stop for tw- 48 yeah, hours they, they they put in a good amount of workforce like do you two remember days? do you remember extreme makeover home edition yeah they had a week they had a week to build basically a mansion so they can do that. But they had like hundreds of people working on that. Yeah, but when you have a when you when you're working with the city and like you're dealing with major roads, yeah. there should be some sense of urgency, and they should be putting more money towards something like that to mm. to support that workforce, right? Because right now, I think the issue, the main issue in the city is that sorry, we're getting kind of like to like local politics here, but like is um, the lack of workers, and I think the, it was a lack of workers because. Of also because of what happened during COVID, but I think it's also maybe like the pay isn't as lucrative maybe as it used to be. Really, uh, I thought the pay was pretty good. If it is, then I don't know why there are more people kind of gearing. Maybe because it's also really just hot outside. People don't want to be working outside uh, because there's be a lot like of people who like the work from home style. The contracts or something. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not really like super in tune with what's going on there, but mm-hmm. but I do know that it has way. something to do with the lack of a workforce mm. to be able to support it. Yeah. So that's why you see like a lot of times when you're driving past all this construction, you're not even seeing workers there. Yeah. And if you are, it's maybe like two or three guys are standing around, like one's watching the guy while he's like digging something. Uh, yeah. yeah. But shout out to all the construction workers. Like, <laughs> hey, you guys still you're doing your thing. <laughs> trying. Yeah. But how did I tend? Oh, yeah. So the Woodbridge thing. So there was a miscommunication uh, after this happened where they had to move it to the uh, Woodbridge area. So uh, we were supposed to meet up with uh, Sarah and was it nabat mm-hmm. yeah at the basketball court and we're like oh okay we came to the field and we're like okay we're gonna go inside right now no one was there and then we messaged Sarah like where are you she's like oh we're at the basketball court in woodbridge <laughs> no it was um what it was was like so i told gizma and i was like okay here's the address yeah and then i told her like okay i'm leaving now mm-hmm. and then nabat same thing and then i think nabat got there before me and she called your sister and she's like oh where are you and nabat was like oh i'm like, I'm in the court, and Gizman's like, okay, I'm on the field. She's And then Nabat's like, what field? There's no field here. Mm. <laughs> and then that's when he realized. And then I texted Gizman, because I yeah. didn't know at this point. As soon as I got there, I'm like, where are you? Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, come to the soccer field. I'm like, huh? I'm walking down the hallway. She's like, what? So then I realized, like, uh, we mm. went to two different locations, and then I felt really bad. But yeah. By the way, guys, you know, there's two incidents this week where Sada gave the wrong address to someone. So uh, I didn't give the wrong I'm address. I'm just saying, that day. okay, I didn't give the wrong, uh, I know what you're there's talking a about. common denominator here, okay? No, I sent her the <laughs> screenshot, though. <laughs> Sorry? Ba- I sent her the screenshot of the basketball address. Yeah, so I, I think it was know. just, we were thinking it was at the same place. I'm not sure, but that was, that was just. Uh, um, miscommunication. Miscommunication. But honestly, we were fine. We were walking around the field. Honestly, it, actually, that kind of put me at ease because there was less people there and it allowed mm-hmm. us for the people who were there to like have 
longer conversations, stand around and actually like interact with people and 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 feel like we got something out of it, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, like we got to see every a uh, few people's new kids and babies mm. that we haven't seen in years. Like we like some of them, they had the kid and the kids like already running around, and we we're just yeah. seeing them for the first time, right? Yeah. So that allowed us to do that and and at least speak to them and talk about their experiences and all that. Um, so it worked out, and I think that same night was supposed to be a gala night, but um. We were already exhausted and we didn't have food yet. And it was already, I think, like 10 p.m. at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were like, you know what? I had all my stuff in the car, like my suit and all that. You did? Yeah, just oh. in case. So we went to this place called Omni Palace, which is on Young Street. It's like um, a Chinese oh, you noodle went to shop. that location? I thought yeah, you guys they only have one location now. They, they That one's closed. Really? Yeah, yeah, they moved. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so uh, we went to this place called Omni Palace, which makes like hand-pulled noodles. Mm-hmm. So if you're ever downtown Toronto or northern Toronto uh, on Young Street, uh, you can check that out. They have, uh, and it's halal too. So we chilled there. And by the time we were done that, it was like 11 p.m. I was like, you know what, Gizman? I'm a, I, I think, I mean, you know what, Aisha? I think I'm going to make it. You know, I'm going to go to this event because I knew that they were going to start late anyways. Like when I say it was 11 o'clock, you're like, oh, that's that's late to go to an event. Let's just say like that might have been early <laughs> compared to when it actually started. So I got in the car. She went with uh, someone else. You guys were going to go somewhere else to they, chill. They met, up with, they met up with us at Joey's. Yeah. I drove halfway to the gala spot and I had to stop at a gas station for some reason. And I just knocked out. Is I that what happened? Yeah. I didn't know. I sat in the car and I, I was like checking my oil because it was doing some, it was making some weird sounds. And then I like, I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna take like a five minute nap. I like leaned back. Uh, I had the car. It was like in a dark corner or whatever. I leaned back, laid down and I woke up like 20 to 30 minutes later. Yeah. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not making this event. There's no way. I was way too tired. And that's when I called y'all. And I was like, where y'all at? Mm. <laughs> um, and then unexpectedly i like pull up to you guys i was thinking you guys so they went to shops at don mills and like in shops at don mills in toronto so anyone who hasn't been to toronto like i'm, I'm showing you all the spots okay yeah. so shops at, don, shops at don mills they have like this uh center area where it's like a um, turf field and people just chill there you can sit down they have tables they have ice cream shops on the side if you want to get ice cream they have a movie theater across the street so it's like a nice chill area and they have a bunch of restaurants surrounding it uh, so I pulled up and I was like, where are these guys? I thought I was expecting you guys to be chilling there. Uh, and I hear you guys are like at a restaurant called Joey's. I was like, okay, you know, maybe a small thing at Joey's. I pull up into this place. I walk in. I see like 20 people. Relax. 20. It, was like, it was like 16. Okay. Four less people. 16 <laughs> people. I was like, when, when did this happen? Like, that's the thing. During Kuba, a small... A small thing would be sixteen people. Yeah, like you're not. (laughs) Like if one person hears about it, like one group hears about it, there might be like two other groups out of hear about it, and you're turning like what might have been might have been five people coming to something to like twenty people easily. Yeah. I think another example, a good example of that is uh, Sumac. So there's a place called Sumac uh, on Warden and Lawrence. Like if you ever go to Toronto, check that place out. Amazing. I actually shawarmas, veal, like anything. They're so nice. You I never had that place? No. You weren't there? No, I that didn't know oh, Okay. I forget which night it was because everything kind of blends Island. together. Was it Central Island night? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So first, it was going to be just a few of us going there because this place is small. Like, it literally has three tables and then they have, like, the area where you can order the food and it's very compact. So we pull up. We're the first ones there. We, we start getting our food. 
and um actually you were there no i wasn't okay we start getting our food <laughs> we start know. we start getting our food and then we see like a few other people pull up um that we were sort of expecting but we didn't know and th- we didn't know that they were com- we didn't know if they were com- confirmed and then it was like maybe four of them and then another four show up and then like another four show up another four to the point where we took over the restaurant oh my god like every table when we first got there all the tables were kind of taken up so we're like oh we might have to sit outside but then people started eventually getting up and leaving but as they were getting up and leaving like we were starting to sit down and to the point where we took off every single chair in that place oh my god yeah and there was a lot of us and we were already like hyped up from the day you know we've been out all day in central island we still have a lot to talk about uh, just about the week and what's been going on to the point where we were getting so loud in that spot that like the workers they started like you could see the TV. I was seeing the TV in my background. They're like turning up the volume. Because you know how they play like the, t- the music out there, right? They're like turning up the volume. It's like 68, 70. Oh my God. 80, shut you guys up? 90. It went up to like 100 at one point. <laughs> and, then, and then all you could hear in the in the workers, they're not saying anything directly. Yeah. But you can, you can hear them whistling going. Like they're making like noises. And like one time one guy's like. Like he does a couple claps. Really? Yeah. Um, Damn. so we're like, okay, it, eventually we got the message, right? We're like, oh shoot, we should probably be quiet here. Mm. But we started ramping up again to the, to the point where we're like, okay, we got to step out of here and go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can't remember if we went anywhere after that. Like my brain is kind of fried at this point. You did. Did we? Okay. I can't remember. But yeah, so that's what I'm talking about when it, uh, something can turn from something small to something very big, uh, which I actually kind of like, like just that having that, it brought back like. 2016 pre pre covid yeah. times yeah because like <clears throat> there were certain years especially when we were younger you know when we had more youthful spirit <laughs> like it reminded me of that i was like you know let's bring it back to my younger days um but yeah it, it i didn't i didn't know that we would capture the magic again if that makes sense I of Kuba. yeah but i feel like we did this year mm-hmm. and like it actually turned out a lot better than i was expecting and like there was a lot of good connections we made and it was, it was just good overall, like a good experience. I think like um, when we went to the gala night, mm-hmm. the gala night, I don't know why I call it gala night. That's so weird. Anyways, the gala night Ew. and I saw like how hyped everyone was. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this is so cool. Like, oh, for the know, second night, right? The second night on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... Um, like I don't even know if we have I don't know if I have clips from that. If we do, they like we'll insert it here somewhere. I don't know about them clips. It's gonna be a little from crazy. The, really? From the gala night? It's fine. Okay. If you say it's fine. Pit, mosh pit vibes. If you say it's fine, okay. <laughs> I think I have some like safe for work clips. Okay, okay. Not that anything crazy happened. Yeah, nothing crazy happened, but like I don't know who's gonna be watching this video. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I, I think, you know, like seeing obviously like if you're Harari, you know adib and adham or like yeah. the, the superstars mm-hmm. um you know they actually at the Harari day they did like a uh a, a dedication for him a something? dedication for him what do you call it like a, a chant no, no 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 they mm. did a dedication like uh yeah I, I guess you call it like an honoring you know when like someone's like put into a hall of fame what do you call that they they, they did like something him to him? honor him essentially okay for his work and his in his Who? work for the community adib yeah, like they oh, made a whole video. That's so cute. Yeah, they had him on stage and they like gave him, I don't know if they gave him something, but they basically like made a moment. You know, they gave him his flowers. Mm. That's what it is. That's nice. Yeah. So um, that went down. It, sorry, I cut you off there. What were you saying? That's okay. I was just saying like, 
seeing how happy they were to see like all of the diaspora kids singing their songs back yeah. to them especially because you know not everyone really even understands the lyrics to these songs yeah but they were like screaming mm-hmm. it the songs back to them word for word to the point where like at one point, Atom was just like, here, y'all can <laughs> like, you guys sing. The kids like rushed the stage. Oh, yeah. There was one point where there's at least so 50 excited. people on stage. Right? And then he had to like stop singing. And he's like, guys, the stage is going to break. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to need you to hop off at this point. Yeah. Um, and then like speaking of like to kind of go back to what Amir was saying before that in terms of like we tried to have small hangouts. And then it turned out to be really big. Mm-hmm. The last night, which was on Sunday. Mm-hmm. the bonfire oh yeah yeah i feel like we need to talk about that's that. like that's like an extreme example of like <laughs> something small turning to something very big it was literally like i got a text from my friend saying hey a couple of my cousins and i mm-hmm. are doing like a, a little bonfire yeah you and your cousins should come through and mm-hmm. i was like all right like okay sure yeah. and i heard about one happening at the scarborough bluffs but mm-hmm. this one was at like the evergreen brickworks yeah so i was like okay you know what the bluffs is kind of annoying to get to like mm-hmm. let's just go here so I didn't know this place even existed. Like, if I knew about it, yeah, because Gizman and I were talking no, 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 about it. Before. The, the the bonfire place. Oh yeah, same. Mm-hmm. I had no idea what I was walking into. Yeah. So I was like, okay, sure, like we'll show up. So we got there, and the parking lot was like pretty empty. So I'm like, damn, are we like, are we still on Hadari timing? Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on? But then we walk up, and it was like a good like twenty to thirty people there. Yeah. And even that, I was like, whoa, okay, this is bigger than I thought. Mm-hmm. But like, whatever, it's fine. So we're, you know, getting comfortable sitting down. And then the my friend who texted me was like, you know, I think since there are a little bit more people than we expected, like, let's do some icebreaker games. Yeah. So I was like, OK, cool. No problem. And so her and I and our other friend, the three of us were like sitting there on our phones, kind of like looking up different icebreakers to play mm. in a group of like 30 people. And for the five to 10 minutes that we were doing that, I didn't notice all the other people that were like accumulating in the back. Let's just say it went from, you know, 30 <laughs> to 40 people. To 300 people. <laughs> yeah, no, like literally, he's not even exaggerating. <laughs> not exaggerating. Like when we, when I looked up, I was like, there's no, I'm, that's mm. insane. Like I It was, know. it was to the point. <laughs> so, okay, imagine this. So there's this bonfire. It's not like down in a low place. It's at the top of a hill and it's like surrounded by woods essentially. And there's a trail that goes up to it. But I guess like people didn't realize where the entrance for the trailers or where it stopped and where it started. So there are people coming out from the bushes. Yeah, I noticed from that. From all directions. There are people coming in from like from <laughs> from a tree right behind me yeah. and like there's a couple uh uh I guess paths that we didn't know about. Yeah. I don't think they're a real path. Like people just made those paths. Yeah. And like people were huffing and puffing they're like how'd you guys get up here it's like there's a there's a paved path like right next to it guys yeah i don't know but then like when i saw how many people there were so previously my friend was like sada can you like can you Mm -hmm. host the icebreakers and i was like yeah sure no problem 30 Mm -hmm. people no big deal then i turned around and i was like hold up that just like quadrupled Mm -hmm. more than that even yeah so I go to Amir. I'm like, yo, it's about to be a cousin connection bonfire. (laughs) (laughs) Can you host this with me? And he was like, yeah, okay. And so we kind of like hosted the icebreaker games. And as we were hosting, more people started coming. Mm -hmm. And it kind of got to a point where it was like too large of a group to like continue with the games because not everyone was hearing it and like not feeling included. But of course, you know, Amir, the crowd control guru <laughs> came to the rescue. Amir started like playing charades with the group. And like at first they were like, huh, huh. And then everyone got into it, you know, when mm-hmm. they were cheering and stuff. 
And then after a while, like, you know, people were mingling and mixing and just like talking and stuff. Yeah. And then um, uh, then they kind of like turned on some R&B music and it just turned into like a giant karaoke, karaoke which yeah. was so cute. Mm-hmm. And then they started to play like the Harari songs and it was just like very wholesome. Yeah, it wholesome was a vibe vibes. for sure. Like just it, the whole thing. First off, just to let you know, my voice was already gone. Yeah. And you'll, you'll hear that because, okay, I, didn't, I don't know if you mentioned this already, but we're recording this like two or three days after we already recorded episode 100 yeah so we already recorded our next episode we're just doing this one because we didn't want to miss another week right um so my voice was gone from that we we just had a bunch of stuff i'm not gonna say and um what was i gonna say oh yeah so i was projecting i i swear i i feel like i got abs that night I was projecting my voice because when you're trying to get your voice across to 300 people without a mic, Mm -hmm. you have to like just reach deep down into that diaphragm Mm -hmm. and like trying to, thankfully there's a learn, a trick we learned from an event you never mentioned, which I'll get back to, uh, where you can get everybody's attention literally just by saying, if you hear me clap once, if you hear me clap twice, when you do that, I don't know what it, like it triggers something in everyone's brain. Everyone follows along to your instructions like it's simon says and gets quiet it's ptsd from school to be yeah honest. i think that's what it is it um, worked perfectly every single it time did. It did. every single time um but to segue into that event that amir is talking about i think i gotta give it like i gotta preface it by talking about the origins of kuba why it was started mm-hmm. the reason the purpose one of the reasons is of course to um bring together the Harari's in the diaspora oh, we need world. to finish about the bonfire i stuff. apologize let's go back to that real quick yeah Sorry. like in the middle of our event all we hear is like fireworks going off oh yeah yeah so just i, just, I wasn't happy about that i'll be honest with you eh, it was fine whatever okay they were shooting it into the crowd at first you no know? they weren't yes they did because they the guy in front of me it hit his hair and i was like oh hell no nah. okay you know someone just didn't have good aim but like we were in the middle of like us hosting this thing we just hear a like a fire something go off an explosion in the air we look up and there's fireworks there and everyone's tension's already just off at this point like we were doing something but i think everybody was just looking at that and they just start going off with the fireworks first it started off a little like scattered and then just kept going at it yeah. and literally in the middle of my whatever we were doing i was like okay guys so before we get kicked out of here for the police coming up <laughs> uh let's let's do a couple more things or whatever we were moving on to um but surprisingly enough after that was all going off, and remember, this place is in the middle of the Don Valley. If you're in Toronto, you know this is like between uh, downtown and like basically Scarborough. Yeah. Like that, it's like the splitting line between that. Mm-hmm. Um, but no cops showed up, even though there were cops. You know what? Though? At the parking lot earlier. There were. Yeah, they were circling the place like a hundred times. I didn't see them. Yeah, they were there for, uh, when the moment we pulled up. They were driving around like just doing circles essentially around all the cars because I guess maybe they're confused on why a bunch of cars just pulled up to this place, right? But like from the parking lot, you can't really like until the end of the night, you couldn't really hear what was going on because the music was quiet. It wasn't until the yeah. end when they were blasting it. But fireworks. Yeah. I don't. That can you can see from everywhere. Okay, Is that illegal? Yeah, it's definitely illegal. What about people that do it on like Canada Day and stuff? Yeah, but like cops aren't really going to do much. But it's only when it's not a holiday that they kind of care uh yeah for the most part and like mm. if you're just hurting someone cops have better things to do honestly that's true yeah um but yeah that was like it, it kind of added to the vibe for me i know you probably didn't like it but i was no, like oh, I, I, once they started like shooting it in the sky yeah. it was fine like it was actually really cute mm-hmm. 
um, and like people that were dancing and stuff. Like it was nice. Yeah, I, I thought it was really like I enjoyed it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and when she says people dancing, like there was literally like a, a break dancing <laughs> competition in the I middle. Actually, I have a video. <laughs> Me too. I really want to post it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole break dancing competition going on in the middle of the fire, like right next to the fire too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, so yeah, it was just like good vibes all around. Mm-hmm. And then at one point, I'm like, hey, what time is it? <laughs> it's a Sunday, yeah. and I saw that it was like twelve. Mm-hmm. So I texted my cousins that I came with and I'm like, y'all ready to leave? But it was like just getting hyped mm-hmm. at this point. They're like, no, can we stay a little longer? And I was like, all right, fine, we'll stay. Mm-hmm. I didn't leave until 1.30. Damn. Because I went to go get them. Yeah. And then I saw my other friends that I, that I met that yeah. week. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go say hi to them. Yeah. And then we just got into like a deep ass conversation. Mm, that's how they get you. That's how they get you. But you it's okay. Gotta, you got to do what we did, man. We did the Irish goodbye. We just walked away at like 12.30. Yeah, no, I walked up with you guys. Uh-huh. I walked up with you guys, and then I went to go get Nia and them. Yeah. And then I saw my friend, so I was like, oh, hey, guys. Yeah, Sada left, and she never came back. <laughs> she never came back. So, like, yeah. And then um, by the I time... Fe- I kind of feel bad, though, because, like, I, all the people that I visited, too, I didn't get to properly say goodbye to them, but there was yeah. just so much going on. People were, like, hyped about the karaoke stuff. And I was like, you know what? This is my moment to get out of here. And Yeah. Yeah, and I had work the next day. I was trying to be responsible, so I told you, oh, let's just head out of here. Yeah, I wasn't responsible. I got mm-hmm. home at 2 a.m. So, See, so. man, they didn't get sleep. But you work from home, so you're good. Yeah, but I was still, I was just tired from like the whole, like the night yeah, before we got home yeah. at 6 a.m. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, we so. didn't mention that part. So the gal and I didn't really finish till the sun came back up. Literally. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like overall, it was honestly really fun. But I feel like we skipped over like a really important oh, yeah. event that took place. Yeah. Which was what I was prefacing. Which is before. a new event. Yeah, that I don't think has ever been done at Koba, but I do feel like it was a good event, and and something they should continue. Uh, do you want to go in there? I should. Oh, you were you were talking about like the 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 origins of Koba, the yeah. unofficial origins of Koba. No, that it was pretty intentional. Yeah, but it's like not official. They're not, they didn't intentionally say it. No, yeah, it was yeah, like kind of like the underlying. Exactly, intention. exactly. Yeah, so you know what I was saying earlier was that. Um, when the committee for the soccer festival came together, they basically wanted to bring together all of the Hararis that are around the world mm-hmm. every year. Um, so get everyone to be connected um, to and and everyone loves soccer, right? So like they basically used that as the excuse to bring everyone together, but also to connect the youth or mm. even older people. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be youth, but like yeah. co- to connect people um in terms of like even finding a spouse and like just mm-hmm. getting people to meet each other. And so in the past, like way before COVID, when we were a lot younger, like a lot of the couples that are now married met through Kupa, mm-hmm. like especially when it's like North America, like Canada and America and yeah. stuff. A lot of them met through there. And so um, this year they actually came up with this idea to have a singles mingle and mix brunch. Um, mix and mingle. Yeah, that's what I meant. (laughs) Um, Did you know that actually someone, I can't remember from which state, it might have been Dallas, but someone, Mm -hmm. it was actually someone's idea and they wanted to sponsor the event. Mm -hmm. And um, that's why when they initially made the post on Instagram, it was called like Singles Mix and Mingle. Yeah. Um, But then that person, the sponsor backed out and then they had to like Mm -hmm. rejig the, or like just change up the advertisement. Yeah. but I think, you know, during the week, like leading up to it, because it was a Saturday, like the very end of the week, a lot of people were like very apprehensive about going. Like, I'm sure. Were they? Yeah, because they were like, that's so awkward. Like, that means you're intentionally going mm-hmm. to look for someone. And I think 
you know, one of the questions that we had, mm-hmm. like someone asked us was like, why are people so embarrassed about saying that they're looking for someone? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Did you feel apprehensive or were you like intentionally no. going to well, go? Well, the reason I didn't feel, and I probably wouldn't have felt apprehensive either way is because i didn't realize how much they really meant the mix and mingle <laughs> like like the the even the essentially it turned like a speed dating thing for the for the first half and then it just turned yeah. into a really awkward situation for the second half but like it sort of worked out anyways yeah like I, I and think... awkward like in a good way but also in a way it's like damn we weren't expecting that yeah, like I don't. Th- we didn't have any details. All mm-hmm. we knew was the location. Yeah, and like, okay, it's a mingle and mix, mm-hmm. mix and mingle, whatever. That's all we knew, and so. Um, God dang it! <laughs> okay, guys, so uh, it's gonna be awkwardly cut here because for some reason, for the first time in a long time, the camera just chose to stop recording. Uh, so we're gonna have to like reiterate, bas- or re, yeah, reiterate a lot of the stuff we already said. Is that reiterate? just say repeat yeah okay we're gonna have to repeat a lot of stuff we just said we were saying earlier um like we had no details of this Mm -hmm. event we just knew that it was a mix and mingle brunch yeah and it was 21 plus that's all we knew Mm -hmm. so we were like all right we don't know what we're gonna expect but we're just gonna go in there and see what they're gonna do yeah um and honestly like when i got there i was i was surprised at the turnout like there were a lot more people than i thought yeah there were a lot of people hey we're trying out here man yeah, I feel like I feel like now we're being more unapologetically open to uh, stating that we're like, you know, we're looking for another. How do you, you know, but can I ask you what? <clears throat> from a guy's perspective? Why are some people embarrassed of admitting that they're single and looking? I think we try to understand this actually on the episode 100. So next week. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm trying to remember what I said then. Um, but you honestly, said that you I don't want to look desperate. Huh? look desperate you said that they didn't like people don't want to look desperate but i don't understand how that equates to it uh yeah maybe maybe it is i, I can't the thing is i don't i used to be in that headspace so and even explain. then i couldn't even then i can't explain why really maybe it's just like insecurities fear of rejection that's what it was fear of rejection was a reason so you would rather let the actually so would I. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What are you talking about, Sada? You literally, you would... you've literally said on this podcast before that like you will <laughs> die before you say anything to someone. <laughs> you know what though? You know what though? I think this could but changed my perspective. Yeah. Because I just realized we're all just people. Exactly. And everyone faces rejection, but also like if you if you okay, one of my favorite quotes from my favorite movie ever, mm. Cinderella Story, the one with Hilary Duff and Chad Michael Murray. There's this. <laughs> okay there's this quote that says never let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game oh beautiful quote right there. right isn't it a good quote <laughs> yeah. like i remembered it to this day mm-hmm. um and i just feel like sometimes when i'm like self-sabotaging or i'm talking mm-hmm. myself out of doing something that i really yeah. want to do i remember that quote yeah and i'm like yo what's what do i have to lose like for real though like yeah. what do i actually have to lose? i still do that a lot i am an overthinker for sure so am i and i and don't get me wrong i 100 mm-hmm. percent will self self-sabotage tomorrow yeah. for sure but I just feel like I'm working towards not self-sabotaging mm. and like putting myself out there. Yeah. Which at the same time, like in my mind, mm. I've rationalized it. Like, well, Amir and I do a podcast. We, how else can we put ourselves? Like, yeah. we're already out there. We're already on online. Mm-hmm. We're we're here. <laughs> yeah. But I think, you know, even us being on the podcast, mm-hmm. whether we want to admit it or not, kind of 
puts us on a so-called platform, right? Like mm-hmm. we have a certain reputation now. We have a certain, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like people view us, I guess, in a different way because mm-hmm. we're known. And that may are we ca- really like known within our community? Yeah. And I think that that might cause some like intimidation, mm-hmm. and people might like feel intimidated to approach us because, like, oh, you know, like. They, they must know so many people like they're yeah. not going to talk to me and that's not that's like the furthest thing from the truth mm-hmm. um i feel like you and i do a pretty good job at like being welcoming and like receptive mm-hmm. to to anyone really yeah um so i hope that that's not the perception that people have of us but that's what i was told. i never even thought about that someone straight up said that to me like people don't approach you because really? you're intimidating i was like i'm intimidating what like, are people not approaching me because i'm intimidating it's possible or you just don't i feel like i'm a very open person you just don't check your dms that's all yeah I, I don't i'm sorry guys okay okay let's get back to let's um, let me try and reiterate everything we said about this event because i don't know how much is in there so let's see how good your summary let's say skills we, are. we pulled up to the event so as at, let's say you're pulling up to the event you're greeted with a table and uh the first thing they get is your name your age and where you're from and they start like you know they write it down in a book and they're like okay you're assigned to this table number eight and when you're sitting there, I believe, like you mentioned earlier, like I think they were supposed to or they're trying to uh, set up these tables by age, by age range. Um, but because of like how people were coming in a little bit later since the night before there was a gala night. So or not the gala night. Yeah, there was a gala night and people were just out late. So people were tired. Uh, so it, that kind of got messed up a little bit, but it worked out for the most part, at least for my table. Uh, so we all sat down. We were getting, you know, acclimated to the table. I, of course, even though I'm an introvert, I hate awkward silence. I hate awkward situations. So I will do anything in my power to alleviate that, it, even if it requires me to become an introvert, an extrovert, uh, which is basically what happened. And like, ironically enough, Nabat also got the, sta- the table next to me. And as I was like trying to interact with the group she's like amir you're in podcast mode again because <laughs> i just turn on this voice mm. and i do it every time i do it a lot more than i realize now um and i think it's become part of you it is yeah but i think i was doing it before i had a podcast i was just like now it's because i have a podcast you can kind of tied to that mm. um but yeah so i was like getting everybody warmed up <laughs> we were talking conversing coming back and forth and eventually they started the event and uh Remember, this is a mix and mingle event where like everybody's there for the intention of meeting someone or hopefully meeting someone. But that also creates like an awkward air. Yeah. Like awkward air in the room or like awkward feeling in the room. Awkward vibes. Yeah. So thankfully, like the hosts uh, were uh, good at like warming us up mm-hmm. by doing, I think, the first game where they essentially got everybody to stand up and find your group, your month your month group or the people born in your month. <laughs> um, so like, but they never gave us instructions on how to do it. So it required you to kind of like put together a strategy on how to find it. Like you find the first person and eventually if you find enough people, everybody started doing the strategy where they'll put their hands up. Yeah. And like, if you're like September, you would put up like nine fingers. Um, it sucked for the people who were in like 10, 11, 12. Yeah. Well, 10's you know? easy. Oh yeah. You just put up, you know both or 11 hands. and 12 yeah because uh you know if you put up two fingers you put your two index fingers you're kind of being like is this february or are we dealing with that's what my here? group did though yeah. they were going like that so i was looking at them like february yeah. like, no, november i was like finally yeah i went to like every single month because i couldn't find mine 
I just stood and I was like, <laughs> September. I just like shouted that out until I found a couple people. Uh, but thankfully, I actually, that worked out really nice. We all were, uh, everybody was talking. You know, yeah. when you find people in your own month, you kind of um, can kind of, uh, you know, just like, you feel more comfortable. I don't know what it is. You know, September babies. At least my, I was my September babies. I feel like we're the coolest group here there so <laughs> the november um, babies were vibing yeah were they yeah that's I why guess. we won okay we'll talk about that okay <laughs> so once everybody was in their groups they made us uh do this thing which i thought was really cool and i never seen this before but essentially you'd first play like rock paper scissors with the person next to you and then the winner uh would move on and the loser would become their cheerleader and like as you're the person you're following like faces more people if they're winning they get, they gather a more larger cheerleader group and it just keeps doing that until of course naturally you're gonna have two large groups cheering for like two people or your two challengers essentially uh and um thankfully you know our guy won earlier i said i don't know if he was my guy but i'm gonna say right now he's my Not guy you claiming him. <laughs> Not you claiming Yusuf. but he but was... you can claim he was a november baby so he you can was. say that okay yeah uh so uh, that got everybody warmed up. Everyone's kind of like, you know, um, they're loosened up a bit more, right? Yeah. Uh, I think the the awkwardness was a little broken up at this point. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so they sat us all down. They gave us food to, you know, warm up our bellies as well mm-hmm. a little bit. We were hungry. We were hungry. Okay. I think I went to the gym that morning but never ate anything because I, th- I knew we were going to have the brunch anyways. Mm-hmm. So I was ready. Um, yeah. And going back to what I mentioned at the beginning for this whole sweat thing, like, this is when I was the most insecure about my sweat because it was so hot down there. It was initially, it got a little cooler afterwards, but yeah. like, because I had the pre-workout still going through me from the gym earlier, I was cooking in there. I was sweating so much and Were you? I was super insecure and I, I had, I tried to like play it off, but it was really like, I was, I was at one point thinking I should just go because of how what? much I was sweating. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to, you want a little hack? What? You won't know what this is, but you could just get like a little pad that mm-hmm. girls use and just put them on your little. On no, no, not for my arms, for my face. I, I sweat a lot in my face. Oh. Like today, I was at the gym doing squats, and I was breathing like out. I was going up, and there's water, like sweat water, like shooting forward because of how much I was sweating. Maybe you really should consider. I mean, like honestly, sweat is normal. Yeah, like, don't. That's why I like winter sometimes. That because it's a sweat thing yeah okay it's summer everybody sweats yeah yeah you know what i mean and if they don't they probably got botox <laughs> yeah it's i fine. guess so but don't worry, uh, you're fine okay but once i got past that and we and we ate um what was i saying oh yeah they did they got right into it they basically did this thing where all the guys uh all the ladies would stay at their seats and the guys would get up they would ask us uh they all the guys would get up and then move to the next table. So if you're on table like one, you'd move to two. If you're on two, you move to three. And they would give us two prompts basically to like get the conversation going once you make it to that table. Yeah. Um, and essentially like I, we didn't know what the format would be. So like we would literally just go around the table and like ask each other or answer the question yeah. one by one. Yeah. Uh, but near like halfway through, it just turned into us like sitting down next to the person and be like, hey, so what's up? And you just start having a conversation, yeah. whether it's about the questions or just having a conversation in general. Right. Um, but then after like maybe going through like five or six tables, maybe even seven or eight, I can't remember how many, they're like, okay, guys, so, you know, we see you guys are having some nice conversations here. So we're going to try something a little bit different which I was not prepared for. This yeah. is when it got a little awkward. I mentioned this earlier. Uh, I don't know if it made it in the video because of what <laughs> happened, but like this is when they're like, okay, guys, so 
we're going to have you all stand up and let's say if you if you feel like you've talked to someone that you're interested in we want you to stand up and go and sit right next to them yeah i was like guys go shoot your shot and it was essentially like yeah very awkward like, and yeah because you're doing it in front of like everyone like all the guys just stood in the middle of the hall yeah and the girls were confused we're like okay what do we do yeah and then the hosts were like no girls get up too and we we're like okay so then everyone's kind of just like standing yeah and people didn't really know what to do so they were all like just talking to like their friends exactly yeah it's because it's there's a lot that goes into why that was kind of awkward uh but yeah. you know i uh this was their first time ever doing this yeah so we, we're gonna give them a lot of grace we're gonna be like okay like whatever didn't work this time they know they can fix it for any future cases and hopefully they can do this again in the future because i did like the event i mean hopefully i'm married by them you know just kidding. <laughs> if you're not you should host it. <laughs> i guess no 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 because then that will put me out the game okay what are you talking about no because they'll notice you more they'll be like oh the host is like i want to go talk to him i don't think i don't think people do that do they really i don't, I, I don't think the hosts were mm-hmm married i don't know them yeah i don't think they were yeah yeah i wonder if they got any game from that <laughs> uh Hosts, if you're watching this let us know if it worked for you. yeah um but yeah so that was like going on they said it was supposed to be just for two minutes but that uh, essentially turned on for the, like was a thing for the rest of the event yeah um so yeah everybody's kind of like getting up awkwardly standing around um the we i i talked to a few people here and there uh not by my own my own um can i tell the story what the story what story i think i told it actually in the in the next episode i can't remember what was it go don't ahead worry, don't worry i i already told it in the next episode. okay go ahead say it you want me to say it here too maybe when i was trying to get you to talk to somebody and i was trying to get you like oh okay remember? okay yeah, yeah 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 like she was sada was making like the biggest eyes no pointing in a direction i okay i knew what you were trying to do then why'd you play so dumb i was like because like i'm i'm naturally okay guys naturally whenever there's a group of people i will address especially if it's someone new that i i uh, maybe haven't interacted with as much i will automatically just gravitate towards addressing that person and speaking to them to get to know them more but you weren't doing it that's why i was like no because i literally got there okay yeah i literally just got there but yeah, if you're ever in a group with me and I don't know you, I will naturally just gravitate towards speaking to you because I want to get to know people. I'm, I'm just that kind of person. Yeah. Even though I always claim to be an introvert. Um, what? Someone's at the door. Okay, you good? Yeah. Okay, we're back. And uh, actually, Nabat has just entered the room. And speaking of Nabat, she, she, like, when this whole, like, awkward situation was going down, like, right before that, this girl, in front of everyone... Pulled me over. Did you introduce him to someone? To like introduce me and it, yeah, I already know. <laughs> it was the most. Was it awkward? Huh? Was it awkward for you? Yeah, because I'm always I'm like. Wait, are you talking about mix and mingle? Yeah, we were talking about the mix and mingle. Huh? The the I was literally pulled dragged by this girl across the whole. But room. Amir, can I just say, guys? Okay. Yeah. When this week started, when Kuba week started, Amir explicitly said guys help me find a wife and you've never done that so do you know how excited we are because every time in the past when we've brought up it this doesn't mean to drag me across oh, what does the it mean room, what okay? does it mean then it means to point we, <laughs> she wants the mic <laughs> no the mic's not on the mic's not on okay here 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 come here wait g- okay one second let me pl- plug in your mic yeah we're gonna plug the mic in at this point because the conversation's about to get juicy <laughs> okay what was i saying speak loudly <laughs> he he was saying that he felt awkward when you 
allegedly dragged him over to introduce him to someone. Okay, first of all, I wasn't dragging him anywhere. I was encouraging my him. Feet, my feet were stumbling. <laughs> <laughs> That's a you problem. Because <laughs> I wasn't doing that. Um, I was just... It's just been years since, like, people are always asking about Amir, right? Yeah. Mm. And it's like, when you're getting this opportunity, and it didn't even... I told him it didn't have to be something serious. Like, don't think of it as something as, like, we're trying to set you up or whatever. I would just, like, just talk to people. Mm -hmm. And not in, like, your podcast way. Like, just in a... Like, you know, like on friendly vibes and mm -hmm. people ask about you all the time. So I'm like, let me just introduce you and you can make that decision on your own. Right. Like you can decide if that's your vibe or not or like mm -hmm. that's on you. But I was like, don't just stand here and just like avoid the situation. So I was like, OK, you know, I can introduce you to people I know, even if it's not your type or whatever it mm -hmm. is. I'm going to just introduce you. And like, this guy's trying to run out of the building. <laughs> really? I wasn't trying to run out of the Bro, building. Bro, he was like, I'm so hot. I'm sweating. I need to go outside. See, I told you about the whole sweating thing. Cause I, I was very insecure about the sweating, okay? To the point where I wanted to leave. You weren't, it was, it was not that bad. It was bad. It was bad. You felt uncomfortable because you were sweating. But you didn't look like you were like dripping in sweat. <laughs> I was holding a tissue with me the whole time. That's okay. Fine. Nobody... I didn't even notice the tissue. <laughs> I was neither. next to you. <laughs> me neither. I'm an it's all in your head. I'm an overthinker, okay? It's, it's literally all in your head. And yeah. I just think that, like, we were telling the story of when we were actually all standing together. What? Oh, oh this yeah, This isn't yeah, awkward. Yeah. Like, the person that this is about is going to be watching it. Oh, oh wow. really? Yeah. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, it's fine. It yeah. is what it is. Um, I was telling him, I'm like, when we were standing together, the three of us, and we were literally talking to each other, and there was someone that I wanted to introduce him to. So I was like, you know when girls communicate with their eyes, okay? And the girl was sitting next to me, and I was just like, Amir. Like, you know, I was I was looking in her direction, trying to signal him without being obvious, and he was just like, what? <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> She's putting her hands up, like Like, what? he was literally going, like, like mouthing out, like, what? Who? What are you doing? What are you saying? And I was like really nigga like <laughs> really? like i'm basically i said this in the other person but i, was, I felt like i was going cross-eyed like trying to look at her. <laughs> like yo like hello <laughs> and then eventually you know he claims that he got what i was trying to say and he like the conversation flowed well mm -hmm. we'll see if anything amounts from that but i don't know mm -hmm. um but i was saying in, in when we filmed our one, 100th episode you know how amir was like oh yeah you guys like helped me find a wife so I was saying to him, like, you did not talk. You didn't you didn't set us up not even once th that week. And how many guys does Amir know or how many guys know Amir? Hey, you already said this on episode 100. I'm saying it again to no, emphasize. No. Guys, OK, thank you again for listening. No, no, no. Because, because <laughs> I want I want a bad perspective. We'll see you all too. next week. Nah, on a special 100th stop, episode. <laughs> stop. Stop deflecting. How do you feel about it? About Amir not setting us up? Well, the fact that Amir can't do set guys him, do that though. He can't set himself up. Excuse so. me. The person that I was trying to introduce you to, her male cousin came to me and said, "Sara, can you please introduce my cousin to someone?" And I was like, "I have the perfect candidate, my cousin Amir." <laughs> so, there you go. Your point was now proven, or my point was now proven. Exactly. <laughs> Anyways, continue what you were saying. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like Amir struggles with like. 
just even setting himself up like no you, you know always, what it is you feel i feel like you're so uncomfortable in those situations that because look i'm always i'm always in survival mode okay i'm not thinking about anyone else i'm thinking about myself that's what Amir, i'm saying like he's do you not think comfortable you live in a third world country my nigga like what what survival mode? i have mental health issues sada literally like i have social anxiety and 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 act like an extrovert to cover that and survive the situation because i don't like conflict i don't like awkward situations but we all have social anxiety i feel like you say this but then you you're either lying or you overcompensate because you literally were running the bonfire the other day <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We that. yeah you could not do that because i know how like the thing is i want my goal is to make sure that th- there's not as much conflict everyone has a good time and that uh um there's no like uh awkward situation and that's fine but like i you, don't know if i mentioned that you again. need to shift your perspective from thinking about that being survival mode to you just being an open and friendly person that's literally it you're friendly and you want everyone to feel included. That's Yeah, that's but it's almost a like a catfish or disingenuous because like me being friendly is more of me just like trying to avoid any type of conflict. I don't think it's disingenuous. Give yourself a little bit of credit mm-hmm. because I, if you were being disingenuous, you would have ulterior motives for being friendly. My ulterior motive is to... No, but you literally just said, Actually, I don't yeah, want... I, I really do. I just like, I like interacting with people and learning about them. Okay. Exactly. So they, that, how is that that is being friendly like when you talk to someone mm-hmm. you're talking to them to get to know them like a guy or girl whatever it is mm-hmm. like yeah. you're talking to them genuinely to get to yeah. know them yeah you unless you're overthinking it and like putting the pressure on yourself like nobody sees that when they're talking to you they're just like oh amir is a great guy he's he's exactly. really nice and you have the innate like nature of in you to mm-hmm. be a nice guy like yeah. no sometimes people aren't asking you for <laughs> to do stuff you're just doing it because yeah. that's who you are like i think in your mind you've conditioned yourself to see it as me being friendly equates to me being in survival mode mm-hmm. like you've you've made that whole <laughs> introvertedness part of your identity that yeah. you can't see yourself in any other light it's time to think outside the box my friend so let's turn it to a therapy session <laughs> <laughs> i really did but like i'm saying it though because like i i've noticed this about you like at first i'm like he's not an introvert but then i see it mm-hmm. but at the same time i think you're just a healthy mix of both but yeah. in your mind you keep telling yourself like no when i have my extroverted tendencies that's just me in survival mode and you always kind of put this like negative connotation behind it no okay i'll say like i i consider myself an introvert too so yeah. i feel like i i I'm very similar to mm-hmm. Amir, but we just have different perspectives on it. Because when I'm in these social settings, I definitely push myself to be more social. And I see mm-hmm. that within right? you. Right? Like and he does the same thing, but for me it's for me it's like, okay, let me push myself out of my comfort zone. Like I can't be this introverted person all the time. And he sees that as a, I'm in survival mode. Like if yeah. I don't do this, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna like have a panic attack. Yeah, like it's just it's literally the same thing, but it's a different perspective. And it's like maybe just you have to try like looking at it in a different way. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. Like stop, stop thinking about it as survival mode and start. No, no, the survival mode thing is a recent observation. I literally, literally at that event, I spoke to Nabat like it was a therapy session. Yeah, we were <laughs> Standing trying on the to side. figure out why I act this way, I'm like, maybe it's because I'm in like survival mode. 
you might just have a slight discomfort with awkward silences around people that you're not comfortable with yet. Mm-hmm. Like I think if the three of us were hanging out mm-hmm. and we're just sitting in silence, it's fine. We don't ha- like you know it. When our social meter social batteries die out, we just resort to like watching videos together. Yeah. Right? So it's fine amongst people that you know and you're comfortable yeah. with. But when you're meeting people for the first time and like let's say another person isn't taking command of the conversation, mm-hmm. you now feel that responsibility and you're like, well if they're not going to do it, I'm going to have to do it, right? Yeah. Don't don't worry. Okay. So you know, we've learned a lot this week. We have. Um <laughs> And you know, I'm gonna take this in. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let this process. <laughs> Amir did not expect this episode to end this way. <laughs> <laughs> and, we, and we will come back to you next week. Uh, actually, are you done talking about Kupasa? Yeah, we're done now. Yeah, pretty basically. Much. Did you yeah. want to add anything to it? No, I thought you were going chronological order. So we we I finished was like, it all. Yeah, you spoke about the gala we, and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah we okay. spoke about the bonfire, all of that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, honestly, like we're curious to know like what you guys, those of you that have attended. Yeah. Um, what you guys thought about it. Let us know. DM us or comment mm-hmm. on the video. I was going to say like we should name this like Toronto Cuba 2023. That'll get the uh, most clicks. <laughs> um, what do you call it? Not 2023 like um, a recap. But then I realized like half the Hari parents are going to probably be searching Toronto Kuba. I don't want, I'm not, I'm not trying to have this show up in the recommendations. <laughs> it definitely will. It definitely will. But also like, I just have to add, um, yeah. we actually met a lot of you guys that oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. listen and watch the video and, and watch the episodes. And mm-hmm. some of you said hi to us. So thank you yeah. for saying hi. It was like nice to see the faces behind mm-hmm. some of the comments and stuff that we get. Um, so thank you guys so much for your support mm-hmm. and all of the I'll kind be, words. The funny thing is I'll be like in the middle of a conversation with someone. Yeah. And then they'll be like, oh yeah, on your podcast. I'm like, wait, you know my podcast? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is like, I'd meet someone and they'd be like, where do I know you from? And I'm mm. like, like, you know, awkwardly like, yeah. I don't know. Where do you know me from? Mm-hmm. And they're like, do you have a podcast? And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. Sada, right? I'm like, yeah. yeah. Where's the People here? in our communities, like they know from like <clears throat> our YouTube stuff, but like, People randomly in the streets or like in my gym and stuff would be like, oh, I see you on TikTok. Look yeah. at the For You page, right? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So that was, that's been awkward a couple of times. But you know, it's worked out. It's fine. I kind of <laughs> like it though. Like when they say hi, like I think at first I felt mm-hmm. a little awkward because I just didn't know what to say. Yeah. But now it's like when people tell, like they give us the feedback to mm-hmm. our faces. It's like, I love that. I love hearing I what I just they tell think. them, make sure you subscribe, man. <laughs> just hit that subscribe button even if you're not gonna watch the whole video just watch, hit that subscribe button yeah even though nowadays su- subscriptions doesn't really matter as much mm. uh it's more for like a personal thing yeah but like recommendations are like a big part of youtube yeah mm-hmm. so i mean you know another successful year of kuba yeah. in the books um inshallah we'll see y'all next year in Ethiopia. Ethiopia. That's where Kuba is supposed to be next Specifically year. Specifically in Harar. So we're going yeah. back to our is roots. That confirmed? Yeah. They announced it at the gala. You coming? I'll think about it. <laughs> Let's go together. That'll be so much fun. Come on now. You know my issue with Ethiopia. Can you stay with me? <laughs> I don't know be, about this. We need to talk about this after. <laughs> yeah. It'll be a fun time. So mm-hmm. all of you guys, you now know a year in advance. Plan your trips. Mm-hmm. See y'all in Ethiopia. And uh, for those of you that are subscribed, we will see you guys next week for a spicy mm-hmm. episode. Bye. Oh, no? No. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.